Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday edition of Blog Talk Radio, pre-Halloween edition. And, uh, you know, as all things with technology, we're working on bringing Kaylin into the show, but I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure uh, how long that's going to take us right now. So you know what? What can we do but carry on, and we will get him on as soon as possible. So this program is sponsored by P4P Muscles, the number one drug-free sponsorship in the world. If you are a drug-free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on as well as a vehicle to drive your goals like a Mack truck through ice cream, check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now let's talk. Howdy, everyone. Glad to have you back. Um, if you tuned in earlier this week, you know that we covered the uh, NGA NPC Natural Peoria Championship. That's Jonathan Agan's show and uh, covered all of those contestants. And you had the question, what about the Minnesota Mayhem? Some of you thought maybe we were giving a little flight to that show um, because of some of the scuttle that's been going on. Uh, With regard to the uh, personal lives of a few individuals related to the show, but that was not the case at all. We were waiting for the results to come in. And tonight we have those results, and as promised, we are going to be reviewing those results. But before we get that far, Kalen Patterson, please say you are with us. And I don't know, let's try it again. <laughs> KP, are you there? I am with you. <laughs> Very good. So you were at least able to hear what was going on if you were not able to uh <laughs> Join us in speech, but now you are here. So welcome. Welcome to the show. Say a few words to your adoring fans out there. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. Is that going to be your genre for tonight? A little cowboy? Oh, little no. Tex- oh, no, no, no. I was just thinking Tex- about that uh, no, no, no. Halloween edition, so I was going to be country buggy. You were going to be country what? Country bumpkin. Country bumpkin. Oh, that's what you were going to be. You know, I I don't really do Halloween, nor do my children do Halloween, although my youngest, she lobbies for it every year. Um, (laughs) I blame that on her father. But uh, we won't go down that route. But uh, she lobbies to dress up every year, um, even though we don't do the whole trick-or-treating stance and all of that. And I'm like, well, well what the heck? I let her dress up every other day of the year, so I guess I can't just, uh, you know, tell her no on Halloween, even though I, <laughs> I'm not all no about it. Cookies. I'm a Halloween Grinch. No monster cookies. You know, I may buy them some candy if they ask for it, and I am cool with that, but uh, that's about the extent of it. That is about the extent of it. So carry on with your country bumpkin. I am just going to be little old me. That's all I can do. Little old. As you tell me your country bumpkin, you're going to say little old me. All right. All right. Little old me by George. Just call me Elmay. Oh, you can call me Dan. <laughs> Call me Desi May. I tell you what. There you go. Hazel May. Hazel May. <laughs> Hazel May, yes. Why did I come up with that sooner? I'm just I just was not firing in all cylinders there. Anyway, KP K, KP Bumpkin. <laughs> we have the results. <laughs> I, I don't know why everything is so funny tonight. So if I've if I've gone past the point of annoying, I'm sorry. We will try to reel this back in. But uh, as you know, we have the results for the 2018 Minnesota Mayhem, and it was a well, well, well attended show. Lots of athletes, lots of results, and we are going to be going over all of those if you are ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so let's start with pro figures. 
in first place. Go figure. We had yeah, go figure for the pro figure. We had Altera Warren, which is a newer name for me. I'm not as familiar with her. I don't know, Kaylin, if you are or not. But uh, Altera Warren came in first place. And then Courtney Spade, which is a name and a face that we have seen before, came in second. So it was good uh, to see her back on a pro stage. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to think. When was the last time we saw Courtney? Wasn't she at the the Rumble? Was it Rumble? You know, my athletes are starting to blend, but that may have very well been the last time that we saw her prior to the Minnesota Mayhem. But anyway, I I digress, so I won't uh, carry that on any longer here. But, yeah, Courtney, good to see you out there again. And Altera, you know, hopefully we'll get a chance to – get to know you better, and uh, she's going to have to be one we're going to have to track down and see what's going on. Um, Sticking with the figure category, and there were several figure categories that uh, were represented at the Mayhem. We had the beginner, we had novice, um, and then, of course, all of the open categories. So in beginner here in this instance, so we had talked about the debut category, um, the last time around when we were talking about the NGA NPC as being for athletes, their very first time ever touching a stage. And so beginner is the same thing as debut. And so we had uh, Jill Mead, first place, Amanda Sperling, second, Brianna Alexander, third, Cheyenne Connolly, fourth, and Sylvia Crocker came in fifth place. And I know some of you might be like, dude, why is she reading through everyone's results. Well, you know what? The competitors, <laughs> A, they deserve their due, and B, they're listening yes. right along with you guys, and they know how they place, and they'd like to hear how they place as well, or at least know that they've exactly. been recognized. So that's why we do our due diligence here. Um, next, moving on, was figure novice. And again, that is a competitor that has not placed higher than third place in a prior competition. And so the top five there, we had Stacy Free in first place. Ooh, why are these names? While they're beautiful, they're so challenging. I'm going to say a mighty, maybe it's a midi, Nermi. Um, wow. So I'm so sorry Perfect. if I am totally off base on that one. I know, that one's a little tough one. Third place, Amanda Ross. Fourth place, Jill Mead. And fifth place, we had Amanda Sperling, which we saw in the beginner class. And now we're going to hit the open categories, and there were two open classes. And, of course, open is for any competitor. Um, and the open categories are are um, eligible for pro cards as long as you have enough individuals competing in a given category. So beginner and novice, although you might win those, you are not eligible for a pro card. So you have to perform yes. well in the open category in order to earn a pro card. Yes. Uh, Stacy wants to know, she keeps hearing all these uh, different classes and categories. She wants to know what's the creme de la creme to win for the competitor. What makes them feel their best? What makes them feel their best? Yeah, which category uh, and class do you win where it's like, the creme de la creme of wind. Well, you know, it's going to be for a lot of athletes, it's going to be the open class because, as I said, that's the class where you're eligible for a pro card. It could also be masters depending on your age range because there are masters categories. If there are enough competitors in those categories that they are eligible for pro cards as well. Um, but beyond winning your class in the open, um, you know, striving for that pro card, I would have to say probably the overall would have to yeah. be the creme de la creme, I think, for most athletes. And what overall means is, so I said there were several classes in the open category. So let's talk about figure open because that's the category we're yeah. in. So there were enough competitors where they split them up by height. And that's usually how it works for um, most organizations. Um, Sometimes with bodybuilders, they'll split them up by weight class, but a lot of times Mm -hmm. they'll also split them up by height um, for all the other classes. Bodybuilding will be the main one where they'll split them up by weight class if they choose to go that route. 
So if you have several athletes that are competing in a given class or category, I'll say, is in this instance we're talking figure, then they'll split you up by height so the athletes have their due time on stage and it's easier for the judges to be able to review all the athletes and really give them a fair look. So, you know, in this instance, we had a figure open short category, and then we had a figure open tall category. So the winner of the figure open short category would compete against the winner of the figure open tall category, and then that winner would be considered the overall champion. So for any class, if there are different categories in that class, we'll call them height categories, the winner from each height category will compete against each other in what's called the overall, and then that person is your ultimate champion for that class. Now, in some shows, depending on the number of athletes, um, you know, you might earn a pro card just by winning your class. But then there are other shows where you have to win the overall in order to earn your pro card. So in those instances, that is the creme de la creme because you not only won your class, but then you went against all the other first place winners in your category and you won again and earned your pro card. So that's a long way of saying, I think, either winning your class in the open, but ultimately the overall. Anything to add there, Kaylin? Yes, the the pro category and then the super pro category. So you pro qualifier and super pro qualifier. That means there's a lot of competitors for a super pro, and so no matter what, you're going to do well by doing those shows. But here's the catch. It's a lot of top-notch competitors in that show, so when you win in your class, you've really done something in on its own, and I can actually attest for my uh, co-host doing that, and I was very proud of her at that time. And then she won the overall. So, yes, she did did it all. She got the creme uh, de la creme, and she enjoyed all of that big peanut butter bucket stuff and all those nice awards backstage and all the kudos. So, yeah, she knows what she's talking about. But the pro qualifier means that uh, somebody's going to turn pro. It doesn't have to be in the open class. And there's a lot of good people that come out of those shows. But the Super Pro Qualifier usually has the competitors that are ready to take that next step that year to the to the next level because they're going up against uh, top-notch athletes already. So, you know, you pick your shows. Uh, Dez is one of those people that loves competition, so she seeks those big shows out, and that's why she can be the diva she is when she does the diva classic. So, <laughs> oh. we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would. I, you know, I would love to do the Diva Classic. I'm gonna need to do. Well, it probably won't happen next year, but ultimately, year, before I retire, after. Yeah. before I retire, I want to do that show. It's on my. I guess if the I had after. a bucket list of shows, that show is on. Twenty twenty. All right. Our our will be twenty twenty and twenty twenty. Twenty twenty and twenty twenty. So there you have it. Um, so getting back to our athletes, our mayhem athletes here. So in the figure open short category, your top five, first place went to Marie Hexco, second place to Melissa Freeman, third place to Olivia Bradford, fourth to Jacqueline Cornego, and fifth to Amanda Sperling. In your figure open tall category, you had first place going to Stacey Free, second place to Amidi Nurmi. I hope I've got that right. Third place to Amanda Ross, and fourth place to Jill Mead, and your figure open overall champion went to Marie Hetzko. So congratulations to everyone there. Um, there was also a figure masters 40-plus category, and first place went to Stacy Free, second place to Amini Nurmi, and third place to Amanda Ross. So again, love seeing all of our masters athletes also uh, competing in the open categories because sometimes people feel like, well, if I'm over a certain age, then I should only compete in masters because that's my age, you know, and leave the open categories to the younger folks. But that is not the case at all. There are often times where your masters athletes are dominating the open classes. So don't um, think that your age disqualifies you from competing in the open. If you want to try your hand against anybody and everybody and see how you stack up, then the open class is for you regardless of your age. So just keep that in mind. Um, we even have some team competitors 
that uh, compete in the open classes as well. So, and they, and sometimes they do all right, depending on the class, you know, even though their yeah. bodies still have a lot of room to grow and develop. So, you know, try it out, out. It also, if you guys are curious, um, if you go check out the uh, Minnesota Mayhem Facebook page, all of the winners are posted out there. So you can check out what they look like as well. And then real quickly, um, Elsa, we are going to try our best to get to the food tonight. So if that's what you're waiting for, we are going to try and get there. And if we don't, my apologies ahead of time, but we are going to talk about this topic. So I don't have any other shows on my radar to talk about results, so it is coming up in short order. But we are going to go ahead and rock and roll to this yep, show tonight yep. before we get too far away from the date because it's already been, yep. what, two weeks? Two Jordan weeks. Cup. So let's keep this. Jordan Cup. Let's keep, oh, the Jordan all right, but we got to talk about food before the Yorton Cup. We just got to do that. So, Elsa, what, you heard it here first. We've got to do it. We We're going to do, do that next. We got to do, do it. it. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to do that. Let's Pro do it. Bikini. Let's do it. <laughs> first place Maggie. goes to Tony Bradiger. <laughs> Second place, Rebecca Morrissey, and uh, Rebecca is a name that you are going to be hearing a lot. She's been, uh, she had a longer off season from when she earned her pro card to this year. I think a little over a year, but uh, every pro show she's been in this year, she's been in top five, if not the top three, if not the top two. I'd really have to uh, go back and check my stats, but she is performing exceptionally well. So she's having another good show. Um, and also her fiance Brian Birkeland, I believe his team of athletes took the team award for the Minnesota Mayhem. So he had a lot of athletes that performed exceptionally well at the Mayhem. Um, but back to the pro bikini stage. Third place goes to Austina Pastorius. Fourth place to Jen Millen. And fifth place to Kristen Lubke. So congratulations to all of our pros there. And now we have the, um, oh, my gosh, there are a lot of beginner, beginner bikini gals. So we had, it looks like a total of uh, 12 overall, so two classes of beginners. So these are, again, 12 athletes that have never stepped on stage before. So the top five of the bikini beginner short, first place to Priscilla Garza, second place to Brandy Johnson, third to Jessica Emons fourth to Jenna Wright, and fifth to Gina Barna. So, wow, that's exciting. A lot of first-time competitors showing up here. The Bikini Beginner Tall Class, first place goes to Ashley Samolinas, second to Anna Spore, third to Amber Banks, fourth to Sierra Blaine, and fifth to Linda Magnuson, with your overall Bikini Beginner champion being Priscilla Garza. So, congratulations, to all of those folks. Uh, we got a question in here from Dave. He wants to know, are team awards a big deal for natural athletes? Kaylin, what's your spin on that? Honestly, I, I have to say with the, with the natural athletes and everybody having to go through prep and it's such a struggle to have that kind of support system as you all go through it makes that a lot easier. I've seen it happen. You know, I, I've won – uh, I've had a, took a team to a show, and I'm telling you, it was one of the best feelings knowing that everybody held their held up their part of the of the agreement to compete. Uh, you you do have a lot of uh, holding each other to the fire to make sure that everybody's doing their part, and it it definitely changes the motivation factor with wanting to do more and work harder because you don't want to let the team down, much less yourself or the people that are supporting you. So it's a it's a better initiative to keep on track, and it also uh, helps you uh, support each other because you stay in contact a lot more often than uh, normal when you're just basically supporting someone. But when you're basically going there as a team, everybody's holding everybody accountable, and it makes it a lot easier to get through it. What he said. I mean, and I think for the individuals involved in the team, you know, anytime you have a team atmosphere, it's always very cool, you know, whether you're basketball, football, all of that thing. So, um, you know, I think it's a big deal to the individuals on the team, but I think 
athletes not necessarily on a team compete, have a great experience as well, and still and still go on. So, you know, I think it just all depends on where you're at, but both are good experiences. Um, and if you're someone who needs a little extra motivation, you know, you can also form a team. You know, a lot of times coaches will form the teams, but if you've got a group of friends and you know you all want to try and compete at one show and form a team and go for the award, go for it. You know, sometimes, you know, um, promoters look for a trainer to uh, develop the team, but I don't necessarily think that's a criteria. Something to look into, though, because every show can be a little bit different. All right, now we're rolling into the uh, Bikini Novice class, and there were uh, several um, um, height categories in here as well. I think I have this backwards. The Bikini Novice category and then the short, medium, and tall classes. You guys got to call me out on this stuff sooner. I've been flip-flopping back and forth, but here we go. Um, Bikini Novice Short, first place, Priscilla Garza. So we've already heard that name. She took first place in the uh, beginner category and was the beginner overall champion. Second place, Marina Nastapiak. And I'm not going to pronounce that again because I'm pretty sure I murdered that. Third place, Brooke Dressen. Fourth place, Brandy Johnson. And fifth place, Jana Kospab. So that's your Bikini Novice Short uh, winners. Bikini Novice Tall, first place went to Anna Spore, second to Amber Banks, third place to Clarion Thompson, fourth to Stacey Huris, and fifth place to Alexandra Cameron. And again, Priscilla Garza walks away with the overall champion. So she's been your overall champion for Bikini Beginner, and now she's your overall champion for Bikini Novice, and we're headed into the open category and in the bikini open short class. Priscilla Garza, once again, first place. So I'm already seeing this young lady has had one heck of a one heck of a showing. All right, Lisa, <laughs> here she is. She's saying, get Des in the kitchen so she can butcher those names in a sanitary fashion. I see you, girl. <laughs> I see you, boo But, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> uh, shoot. That's right. And I need to sharpen my butcher knife as well. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. Gintu. Moving Gintu. on. Gintu. Okay. Touche. Bikini open short. First place, Priscilla Garza again. Second to Megan Bacon. Wow. Uh, third place to Marina. Oh, here she is again. Congratulations, Marina, yeah. but your last name is torturing me. Nasta Pniak. Okay, here it is. Hey, N-A-S-T-P-N-I-A-K. So if anybody out there knows how to pronounce that, send us a phonetic spelling. Help a sister out. And again, that's N-A-S-T-E-P-N-I-A-K. Help us out here. Help me out. Fourth place, it's Randy Johnson. Guys, and fifth place, MC words. So uh, she's got to learn to pronounce these correctly because I'm sure she'll be saying I do have to. I do have to, but usually when I MC, I have the luxury of being able to turn to the athlete and say, hey, how do I pronounce your name? (laughs) I don't have that (laughs) name. Fifth place, Jessica Imans. Okay, so that was your bikini open short uh, class. Your bikini open medium class, first place, goes to Brooke Dresden, second to Ashley Samuelinas, Third, Stacey Huris. Fourth, Sherry Stevens. And fifth, to Jana Kosbab. And then there was a Bikini Open Tall class as well. First place went to Anna Spore. Second place, Clarianne Thompson. Third, Amber Banks. Fourth, Alexandra Cameron. And fifth, Linda Magnuson. And once again, folks, drum roll. I mean, if you had to guess, just by reading the names and what you've heard so far, who's going to be your overall champion. There's probably a few of you out there who could guess who the open overall champion is. But in case you're just dumbfounded, Priscilla Garza, again, ran away with the whole thing. This lady must have been on fire the entire night. And this is one of those examples, again, like we talked about on Tuesday. Sometimes it takes an athlete several shows before they earn their pro card. And sometimes an athlete steps on the stage for the first time, walks away with the entire thing. And Priscilla did that not once, not twice, 
three times. So I wow. definitely think, Kaylin, there's one for a uh, future show. We're going to have to chat with yeah. this young lady and see what kind of magic she had going on that night because that is yeah. – I don't think I've ever seen that before. I, and especially, and this wasn't a small show. I mean, there were no. several competitors and there was, I mean, there was some crossover, but there were always new competitors in every single bikini category. And she topped them all. So, yeah. I, you know, what, yeah, say something. It goes on in, in, in people's prep, and some people just get it. And I, it's not knocking any other competitor. But some people are just ready to compete. Some people are are mentally ready to compete, but their bodies are still years away from competition shape with an overall win. They might place well, but their bodies have just been through a lot, you know, in a, in a lot of in a lot of uh, abusive ways. We we abuse our bodies in certain times and ways in our lives, and you know we might not want to admit it publicly or, or openly, but it's the truth. And then you have some people that have done everything right for a lot of years, and then they decide, hey, I'm going to take it to the next level, and their bodies accommodate them because they've done everything correctly. It's not like, you know, I hear a lot of things about genetics and all this stuff. I found the most people that can get on stage and perform well usually had a career already in and being active, their life is around activity, and they've never, you know, taken their foot off the, uh, the pedal when it comes to pushing the limits of their own bodies. Some people walk into it, and they do have genetics, but most of the time uh, following this sport the way I have, it's a lot of people that are just bound and determined that I'm going to do this and come hell or high water, I'm going to come out my best. They're not necessarily looking to win. A lot of times they're shot. That they're that that they're going to win because they've been so absorbed in doing things correctly, they haven't time had time to look at the other uh, competition. They've been basically doing what they were supposed to do to look their best, and so it's it's always phenomenal to see those kind of physiques when they step on stage because everyone else can see what they have yet to learn, and that's they that's just the fact that they're an, an overall winner. Backstage, all they have to do is basically not lose when they get on stage. That's Yep, what he said. And we're going to keep moving right along. Uh, Bikini Masters 40 Plus, congratulations to Candace Johnson. She was your first place champion there. Pro Men's Bodybuilding. Place, Robert Peacock. Second place, James Nichols. Third place, Michael Allen. And fourth, Tyler Robinson. What did you say there, KP? I happen to know Robert Peacock. I met him a couple of times at the Arnold's. And he's a great personality, hard worker, and uh, he's got one of the biggest backs and chests that are symmetrical in, in the business. And uh, he's also he was also down there with me at the Worlds in uh, in in Florida. So it, it, it's always nice to run into him because he's he's a genuine fella, and he he loves the sport, and he definitely loves the side that basically keeps competition getting better. He He's, he's like a, a male version of Bez. He wants the competition, and he seeks them out. All right. Awesome. So congratulations to that group. We also had a pro men's bas- bastard. Oh, my gosh. Bas- heaven, help me tonight. Woo! I was putting, I was meshing together masters and bodybuilding. So pro men's masters bodybuilding category First place, Christopher Wirth. Second place, Jeremy Duar. Third, Gene Olson. And fourth, Jeff Sales, Christopher Wirth. That's a name several of us are familiar with. We also had him on the show. Had a great testimony about being bullied as a younger individual and even as an adult. Talked about how, you know, little bullies grow up to be big bullies, and isn't that the truth? But uh, has had a a very positive well, attitude towards it all and just continues to make um, inroads in uh, bodybuilding. So congratulations to that group. KP, what do you have to add to that yeah. class? Well, you know, it just, <laughs> we, we've, we've been very connected with that fella, and, and Chris has worked really hard. I mean, really hard. He does a lot for the, the industry behind the scenes, 
and he'll never take credit for it because that's just not his personality. He's more of a, a hard worker, a supporter, and quite delicacy. I mean, dessert chef, if you've ever had a chance to have anything he's made for the post-celebration of the show, you'll, you'll be in dessert heaven. And, and it's actually pretty friendly to, to your prep diet. You know, you don't go too far off the rails, but uh, you, you, you're definitely going to be hitting the curve a little hard. So, you know, he's he's covering every facet of the industry, and I love how he's doing it. Uh, he's getting into judging as well so he can learn to get better. I think that's one of the things that brought out some of his better uh, parts because he realized um, there's so much more than what he was presenting than what he ha- as to what he had to present. And that, you know, some people say, you know, well, he had an inside deal on it. Well, that's why judges get into it so we can get better. But that knowledge isn't forgotten when we become competitors again. I guarantee it it will be well used for both Dad and I when we uh, finally get the chance to step on stage. So, you know, he's taken that information and he took it to a pro win. I mean, a lot of people won pro cards, but this man has his pro win, and he's very elated about it, and he worked really hard to do it. So congratulations, Chris. Uh, Hats off to you. Your journey has been very uh, above par that you've been able to stick with it in spite of all the setbacks that you had presented before you. You never let them stop you, and and congratulations to that. Yes? All right, there you have it. Teen bodybuilding. I always love to see the teens. First place went to Alexander Nelson, so congrats, Alexander. Beginner bodybuilding, and again, we see Alexander Nelson in first place with a second to Justin Hansen. Uh, bodybuilding novice category. First place, Eric Heilman, and second place, Justin Hansen. So, guys, keep striving, keep uh, working, and we hope to see you in the uh, open categories, and maybe we still will here in a little bit because that's where we're headed next. Bodybuilding open short. First place, congratulations to Jake and Jacob Pomeroy. Second place, Jeff Saylor. Third to Duncan Matura. Fourth, Parker Grunhagen. And fifth to Greg Lane, bodybuilding open tall. John Bazzotti. What did you say there, my friend? I was trying to get that name, Grunhagen. <laughs> Grunhagen, it looks like. Oh, my goodness. Got to get that R. All right. <laughs> bodybuilding make- open tall. <laughs> First place, Sean Bazzotti. Second, Eric Heilman. Third, Connor Bone, or Boney, maybe. Fourth, Jeremy Dewar. And fifth, Justin Hansen. So there you have our um, our novice guys in the open categories, and they're still holding their own really well, so love to see that. Bodybuilding Masters 40-plus. Before we get there, though, these are listed a little bit different here. The op- the overall champion for bodybuilding was Sean Bazzotti. So he was your tall category first place winner. Uh, bodybuilding Masters 40-plus, first place to Keith Kamish and to Duncan Matura. Bodybuilding Masters 50-plus, first place to Keith Kamish, second to Steve Parkman, and third to Greg Lane. So, Keith, congratulations to you wrapping up both of those categories even against the younger fellas there. Women's Physique, beginner. Congratulations to Olivia Bradford, first place. Um, in the open category, first oh, place went oh, to uh, April. Okay. okay. Oh, I'm sorry, Darius. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. You having uh, a revelation I, over there, are you? No, no, no. I've been uh, – okay, here, guys, here's the thing. Des and I are active with our, our listeners Obviously, you guys know some of that, but some of you uh, never actually chime in to send us messages. But just for a heads up, we converse a lot with the listeners as the show is going. And a lady was saying that Desiree had interviewed a Masters winner that went up against a lot of top uh, younger ladies, and she won, and they had a great interview. She was talking about last year's Peoria Natural Championship. Uh, Des, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but maybe you can enlighten the rest of the listeners as to why it was such a strain on my brain. <laughs> such a strain on your brain. I do remember, and I do remember the gal, and it was in figure. 
Yes, there you go. And yep, I can even remember she was wearing a greenish, bluish suit, but that name right now is She's escaping very me. So, excited for the work. And yet one of her main goals was to encourage other women to um, be in natural bodybuilding um, as competitors. Yes. So I definitely remember her, and I remember, you know, parts of the interview, but the name right now is, I want to say it was Chris. I, I can't remember the name, but I, I just remember. I that, can't uh, either, but if I get a chance to check that out, I definitely will. I'm not going to hold up the show for that, but okay. if I have a chance to uh, dig that up, I will I will do that. So that was the revelation Kaylin was having on the other end of the world over there. So, all right, we were talking about women's physique, and we were just getting yes. started with the women's physique open class. Yes, Kaylin? Or were I'm you sorry. just saying yes? No, no, I was I was saying yes because you're you're exactly right. I didn't mean to interrupt the show, but I could not connect <laughs> to what she was talking about, and and so when it finally hit me, and yeah, it hit me. So I apologize to listeners. Back to the show. Sorry, Des. Sorry, my apologies. No problem. No problem at all. Um, and now it's got me. I'm gonna find that though. I will. Okay. Sorry, guys. Minnesota mayhem. Let's do this. Uh, Women's Physique Open. Congratulations to April Zavadil. She was first place. Second place, uh, Michelle Updike. So um, Women's Physique Masters 40 Plus. Again, congratulations to Michelle Updike. She was your first place winner in that class. Now we're headed to Pro Women's Physique. Oh, my gosh, Kaylin, are you ready for this? Here's one of your besties out there that took first place. Can you guess? Can you guess? Can you guess? Is it Nadine? No, it's Noelle. No. No, Nadine's in bodybuilding. But, yes, yeah, it was Noelle, Noelle Brue. So first yeah. place in pro women's physique. And uh, yes, we've I done think. a couple of interviews. Well, we did one on P4P Real Talk, and then Kaylin had a chance to interview Noelle on video um, in Chicago. And we've also interviewed her at some shows as well. So first place, congratulations to Noelle Brue. And then congratulations to Joy Tressaway, second place. Yes, Kaylin, I have no idea what you're saying over there. Huh? I got to work out with Noel. Yes, you did get to work out with her, and that's where yes. you got um, that one-on-one interview in Chicago. So that was pretty darn awesome. Um, and like I'm stalling now because... Like being in Peoria and interviewing with Ernest C. So now... Ah, <laughs> uh, shoot, and I'm stalling now because I'm trying to find the name of that gal who won um, in figure at the MPC last year. And anyway, I'm going to get back to this now. Kayla gave me a minute to be distracted, and now I, I'm getting back on track. Okay, pro classic physique. We're switching categories totally here. Now we're back to the men. First place goes to Marcus Smith Littlejohn. So congratulations to Marcus and Pro Classic Physique. Pro Men's Physique, because the categories are different. One's closer to bodybuilding. One's a little notch under Classic Physique. Uh, first place goes to Ralph Felix. Second place to Kwame Sefa. Third place to Tomas Jasinowicz, uh, right. I'm going to say. And fourth place, you guys remember this name, and he, you know what, he just put out a video, guys, and I need to get it posted on Midwest Muscle for you, but Delaney Berger, we had him on the show um, earlier this month, had just a phenomenal story about turning tragedy into triumph, and he is on his way to the Olympia, and he's got a video just documenting his his, story. his journey there, and so need to get that up on Midwest Muscle for you guys, but that'll be coming yet this week. I'm going to have that up by tomorrow. So Delaney Berger, fourth place, congratulations. Glad to see your name up on this list, Delaney. Um, classic Physique Beginners, first place goes to Nick Mabo, second place to Rashad Gresham, Classic Physique Novice. Now, Kaylin, for our listeners who don't understand what classic physique is, can you just give them a real brief description of this category? Well, actually, I've been doing more research since we had the last conversation 
because it, it's not ever-changing, but this is still a new category, and it, it's basically being identified so the athletes can know what to do to compete in it or if they actually fit into that category. So it's it's basically for some of the harder gainers. It's, uh, it seems to be like it's, it's catering more to the younger uh, muscle individuals, the ones that haven't been working. And when I say younger muscle, I'm not talking about age. I'm talking to people that have been basically engaging in exercise from seems like birth to the people that are basically uh, competing now after 20, 30 years of competing. And, and it, that, that muscle development is phenomenal. And if you don't know the difference, you'll see it in uh, when you see people step on the pro stage as compared to a novice into the pro rank. Um, classic physique is for the smaller, harder gainer where they basically have good muscles and good muscle bellies, but they're just not as developed as a bodybuilding physique. And there is a vast difference when you talk about size comparison. Um, you don't really see it in individual pictures, but you definitely see it at the, the shows, amateur or pro, on the people who have been uh, a certain size for a certain amount of time, meaning uh, they can carry 150 pounds even though they're 5'5", five, 5'4", five, five, and they can carry it well, whereas compared to somebody who's 154 pounds that hasn't been exercising well, and they don't carry it well. Well, the person that's been starting usually has to gain that muscle and lose the fat. So, you know, you had what you start out with a competitor being 150 pounds, when they're done with the prep, they might be 125. It's that big a difference with getting rid of that body fat. Well, the classic physique uh, competitors are, are coming in with that size and actually being more competitive at that size because they don't have to go up against the much larger uh, bodybuilder. So it was basically to, to give them a chance to compete and be competitive without uh, basically taking another five years off to finally get that muscle size and definition. Uh, bodybuilding is always going to be bodybuilding. Um, you know, men's physique is going to be for the person that's almost, uh, you know, just not really wanting to do the legs even though we have a lot of men's physique uh, competitors that do have ginormous legs, it's just hidden under the short. Uh, classic physique is a step up from that. So basically you have a lot of uh, men's physique that are, are trying to find out where their niche is doing men's classic physique as, as a competitor under the bodybuilding realm as well. It's, it's still carving out its niche, and uh, we've had some great-looking physiques. I think Terrence Terrell is one of the better examples for our listeners if you want to check out a classic physique that's just naturally classic physique because he has one of the smallest waists that I've seen for a man his height in, in, in the industry, and uh, he's only going to do that much better as he chisels in defiance. Chris Salgado is a good example again. Uh, they actually, they, they're good friends, and they come out of the same camp. But they're two good examples of men's classic physique as compared to someone like a Martin Daniels who's just bodybuilding over overall. Yep, or Meshach who tried his hand at the classic physique. He was just too big. And the only thing that I'll quickly add to um, what Kaylin said is that also the posing is very different from bodybuilding yes. um, as compared to classic physique. So it is the older posing styles, the early Arnold Schwarzenegger, if you guys are familiar with that, and a lot of the posing that he's most known for back in the day. So that's another difference there. And while Kaylin was sharing with you the differences in the classic physique versus bodybuilding, I was able to find that name and her name, uh, from the NGA NPC, the uh, master competitor who won the Open as well in the figure category. Her name was Carrie Catalano Helton. So uh, that's the name that we were all looking for there. <laughs> all righty. Yes. So getting <laughs> oh, back to – man, this was a big show. This was a huge show. There's just so many results that we still need to cover here, but we're going to get through them. What is it you were saying, KP? Well, I was going to say that the the debate I was having with Richelle, and I don't want her to think we didn't want to give her name out, that's the one who was basically trying to pick my brain about who who she was. So if you could give her name again one more time so she can write it down. 
Carrie Catalano Helton. Last name is hyphenated. There you go. go. All right, guys, back to the mayhem. Um, Classic physique short. We are getting into the uh, the open category here. So classic physique open short. First place goes to Michael Zanotti. Second to Nick Mabo. Third to Jacob Pomeroy. Fourth Ben Perry and fifth Ryan Hendry. Classic physique tall. First place went to Eric Hellman. Second to Harley Moe. Third Diego Soto. Fourth Reagan Wright. Fifth Adam Hawley. And your overall classic physique champion and pro card winner. Michael Zanotti. So congratulations to all of those folks. And then Classic Physique Masters 40 plus, first place, Nick Mabo, and second place, Reagan Wright. So congratulations to those folks. Now rolling into men's physique. Um first place. Frank. Oh my goodness. Um Namuku. All right. Yeah. Second place. Oh my gosh. Um Sipason Chantalak. I just I just can't guys. I'm sorry. I just I have no, no chance. No. Snowball's chance of pronouncing that one. Thing. No, I don't. So I'm just gonna call him Tip for short. I am so sorry I go. cannot pronounce that. Um but uh, he got second place. Third to Spencer Hernesman, fourth to Paul Tran, and fifth to Adam Oh, dad, you poor thing. Oh. <laughs> My heart that was men's physique beginner. Yes. Um, men's oh. physique novice, your top five. Frank Imuku, Imukua, maybe. Imukue. I'm trying, guys. Second place to Eric Delaney Kingston, third to Kevin Smith. Lord help us. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes, heaven help me. I and I feel bad because I want to give everyone their due, but if I yes, sometimes I just can't. I'm just a girl in the world, guys. That's that's can't. all I can say. You just, you, you just can't. I just can't. Men's physique novice fourth place goes to Spencer Hernesman. Fifth place to Andrew Slates. Slates. I'm going to say. All right, men's physique open. <clears throat> First place, Michael Zanotti. So that's a name we've heard before. Second, Aaron Keenzen. Third, Daniel Quayle. Fourth, Andrew Slates. And fifth, Adam Hawley. And men's physique open tall. We have first place goes to James Lindemann. Second place goes to Kevin Smith. Third, to Preston Blaine. Fourth, Spencer Hernesman, and fifth, Andrew Wallach, and your overall men's physique champion and newest pro card holder in this category is Michael Zanotti. And with that, we have made it through the Minnesota Mayhem results. Congratulations to all of these athletes. Such a well-attended show. And, folks, that's what it's about. It's about the athletes that were at the show, who prepped for the show, still came through, performed admirably because that was their goal to compete at that time. And congratulations to all you guys out there. Hope to get to know some of you, if not more of you. I know I'll never get a chance to talk to all of you. Um, but, uh, you know, looking forward to seeing these names pop up more and more and uh, just to spread their wings and uh, do great things. KP. And uh, on Real Talk. Now, some of you, 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 our listeners will be hearing on Real Talk. We're definitely going to get in touch with them. Uh, date deals, is, is we're just getting a date, uh, date down. I definitely want to check, uh, chat with him. Um He's just trying to make sure he can call in and not have to cancel because he's been a busy guy and uh, he's just trying to nail a date down. So we will have him. I'm sure we'll have many from this show as well. And, uh, you know, that's what Real Talk's all about. If you, if you have somebody winning overall like that, you definitely want to talk with uh, with her. And uh, so it, it's it's going to – got a couple of good shows lined up and we'll have a lot of fun. 
Yes, we will. And so, Elsa, I'm so sorry, my friend. We just did not get to food tonight. But Tuesday show, it's not going to get trumped by anything else. So any other shows that happen over the weekend, we're not talking about them until Thursday. That's all I'm going to say about that. Tuesday, we are going to talk about health food, junk food. That's what we're covering. So everybody now, be prepared. Have your questions. We will know. We will know who did not listen to this today show all the way through when we get to Tuesday. Because if we get a message, I am doing a rock bottom body slam, just like the Rock did on you. Because you should be ashamed of missing today's show. <laughs> so, anywho, we are going to be uh, definitely covering that, and you know, just be prepared because. Some of your favorite uh, protein bars or drinks out there that you're consuming, they might be on our health food, junk food list. So, you know, don't mean to make anybody mad. I'll apologize in advance. But the truth is the truth. And if your favorite product is junk food dressed up as health food, it just is what it is. So, anyway, that is the heads up. We will talk to you soon. Kalen Patterson, Snickerdoodle shout out. Now, one thing. One thing, because we're already getting some angry faces yes. about this upcoming show, upcoming food show. I think we're going to get our money's worth of arguments on this one. Guys, listen, you, what you believe is a good product is not necessarily the truth of it being a good product. And like Des says, we're sorry, but we're not sorry for telling you the truth. I'm sorry it hurts, but I'm not sorry for telling you the truth. Uh, you know sure the ingredients. Go ahead. Yeah, the ingredients speak for themselves. I mean, and if yeah. you decide to keep eating them, that's cool. All we're going to do is share Knock the information. Up. So we're not going to be like, "Yep, if you want to keep eating it after you've been, uh, your horizons have been broadened on what's in your favorite treats, and maybe they won't even be in our list. Who knows? But uh, you know, that's totally up to you. But we're still going to share what we're going to share. So sorry, not sorry. Yeah. So, sorry, not sorry. Snickerdoodle is Snickerfoodle. And, it's uh, not on, on the behalf list. Of... <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know. We'll see. We'll see if Snickerdoodle is on the list. Hey, hey. On behalf of uh, Kaylin, myself, truth is truth, Kaylin. And if Snickerdoodle is on there, it's on there. That's Snickerdoodle is the truth. You're right. Snickerdoodle is the truth. You can send You can send your angry face if you want to. But if it's on there, we're going to talk about it. I'm not saying it is. I'm just not saying it's not. (laughs) So on behalf of (laughs) Taylor, myself, and the boys from P for P Muscle, you see I'm moving on. Your body is a temple, so let's build it. With Snickerdoodle.